0: Hello? Hello there. Hello there. Well, hello. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas.
1: Yes, the new beer is indeed happy.
0: The new beer.
2: New
1: beer? Yes. Happy new beer.
2: (laughs) I tried tried some Cuban coffee beer this weekend. I,
0: I saw that. How was it?
2: Really good. Really? And I am not a dark beer fan. I'm not either. Yeah, I tried hey this
1: uh, German stout the other day. I'm not much of a stout guy either, but um, We're still i still talking really... about
2: beer, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy, I really, uh, I really dig the complexity sometimes of those dark flavors.
2: I like my beer simple.
0: I do too, and I, I, if I can take a sip of beer and it tastes like I'm drinking a loaf of bread, then it's it's too dark.
2: Yeah, if you can chew it, it's too dark.
0: On today's episode, a new year with new features for iOS, the state of the app stores, and can a $50 tablet be any good? It's episode 27 of Magnificent. I'm Ian Fuchs, and with me, as always, MacTrust.com senior editor, Mr. Chris Houck, and the slightly less burly than before the Christmas, Mr. J. Glenn (laughs) Kuinsler.
2: Burly, I like that burly. He's, burly. He's a I, burly man. He's slightly less burly now.
0: I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what exactly to address you as, and I was like, he does have a lot less beard now.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately.
0: Did you trim the rest of the hair or was it just the beard?
3: Um
1: I I just just, just the beard. I, I trimmed some of the hair when I did the Santa thing. Oh, but yeah. it was mostly the beard this time around.
2: The Santa were, thing that... Were you a good Santa or a bad Santa? So that was why why the hair went white for a while.
1: Uh, you know, um, some of each. Good good and bad are
2: relative.
0: What inspired the whole transition for
2: two weeks? Yeah. Oh, well. She, she um, watched I, the movie I, Bad Santa and saw that one scene. I lost
1: a bet initially. That's why I had to become Santa. Uh.
2: Um,
1: so one of the, one of the sales consults that we have in our store, I, um, I, set a, I set a pretty lofty sales goal on a Sunday, which are our slowest days. Um, and I told him that that you know if if he could hit it, then I'd I'd, I'd allow him to have a little bit of holiday fun at my expense. And um, boy, he just knocked it out of the park, so I had to do it.
0: That's awesome. And so, for all of the uh, the listeners who didn't see the picture, basically, uh, Glenn dyed the the beard, the hair, everything uh, as close to white as he could come, basically.
1: Even the freaking eyebrows.
0: Even the eyebrows. The, whole, the <laughs> whole shebang. All He
2: became Santa. He was Santa. Man, it was Red terrifying.
1: Almost every day. <laughs> uh,
2: did you have children come into your store and sit on your lap?
1: Oh, it was, it, well, we don't sit in our store, but it was a delight. It, 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 it was good while it lasted.
0: And now you're back to dark again.
1: Yeah, I'm afraid womankind is responsible for phase two. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: <laughs>
2: that makes Didn't sense. Didn't have a Santa fetish. <laughs> uh, well,
1: I <laughs> uh, easily manipulated folks. Uh, easily
3: manipulated.
2: You can buy anything with whiskey.
1: <laughs>
2: or yes, you can rent it for a while. <laughs> there you go. Uh,
1: sadly, there wasn't even whiskey <laughs> in all.
2: Oh my God! Uh, I was. Well, that is. Pot is legal in your state, isn't it? No, it's not. You're, you're no, in Utah. Utah. Oh, yeah. close enough. It tumbles, yeah, down, the mount- legal tumbles down the mountain. Tumbles down the mountain from. From Denver.
0: Just don't ask me where Utah is, because I don't know what's up from down, left from right. The only thing
2: legal in Utah are guilt and
1: self-loathing, folks. Guilt and self-loathing.
0: Those are the only things legal or illegal
1: the only things that yes. you
0: can get away with. Uh, fair enough. And having two wives.
1: Uh, you know, or, you know, 20. That's, that's
2: the self-loathing part. <laughs> <laughs> Something.
0: Uh, so how long has it been since we we did one of these? What year is this? Uh, 2016.
2: Mm, about three weeks. It's been over a month, hasn't
0: I'm looking at the the first thing in the show notes. And it's dated 12, 2015, and I wrote that after the last episode,
2: I think. So we're, we're coming in on a month.
0: Yeah. So, for those who, who've been desperately awaiting another episode, sorry yeah. it took so long. Hope Holidays been, and stuff. Yeah. Well,
2: they were a listener. <laughs> yes, we, we like to keep our listener hanging on. That's right. Don't let them get too comfortable. Uh... Whoever he may be.
0: So, before before we jump into the topics real quick, how was Christmas for everybody? Did you get what you wanted? Did you get all the cool technologies?
2: I had gotten mine before Christmas. I'd gotten my Apple oh, that's, Watch. So. That's
0: right. And your new phone,
2: Mulva. And my new phone. Yeah, Mulva. She's still hanging in there. So, uh... But it was a good Christmas. Had fun. Had a great... Uh, hung out with the family some. And, and uh, it was good. How about you, Glenn?
1: Mine was interesting. Um I always um I'm I'm in the habit of, of making trips to see some some of my good friends in, in Idaho recently. Um so I traveled down there a few days before Christmas to uh to have have a little bit of merriment and uh they were they were so nice to me. They um when I when I got to the hotel, they had um they had suspended dozens of, of hand-cut snowflakes from the ceiling. There was tree Christmas lights in all the places. I I have never felt more appreciated. It was pretty amazing.
0: That sounds pretty cool. It's a good way to start the holidays.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, really? So, uh, did you get any good cool tech toys? Did you get your iPad Pro you've been pining for?
1: You know, I kind of talked myself out of the iPad Pro. Um, really? It's a beautiful device. Um, I just don't think it's something that I can see myself consistently using more than the Air.
0: I'll agree with that. My uh, my mom got one for Christmas from my dad, and so when we saw them over Christmas, she had it with her, and she's like, oh, do you want to play with my new iPad? It's super cool. It's great. And she doesn't have the pencil for it yet, which was kind of a bummer, because that was the one thing that I really want to try with the iPad Pro, and... This is like the second or third time now that I would have played with one. It's just too big. I I can't wrap my head around using something that big when, to me, the iPad is a portable computer. that's like supposed to be more more portable than a laptop. And at its size, it just feels too much like I'm just carrying around a laptop that I can type on the screen of.
2: Yeah, I finally tried one out in the store. And, while well, I liked it. And, actually, it was lighter than I thought it would be. And I love the big screen. I just, I'm just not sure. I think if I wind up buying another iPad, it's actually going to be the uh, an Air. You're gonna go with Air like, or you get the
0: Air or go with the Air three whenever it comes out. Because you yeah. know, my, I'm holding out for an Air three with pencil support. That would and, be cool. And if that happens, that's uh, that's that's the deal for me.
2: Yeah. Right now, my Air does great. It's not. It's you know, it's not chugging or anything. It's still fast enough to do what I want. You know, I don't do that much with it really anymore. So, uh, but uh, Julie's iPad three is starting to show its age. So mm-hmm. uh, I might upgrade and get you know hand me down to, to her. So hmm. or buy her an actual new one. That'd be a weird weird way to go.
0: Get her the oh. new one before you. Yeah. See, in my family, that's always the inverse she she gets new and then i get new after her uh-huh. with with the exception of the 6 plus and that's well, un- cuz
1: you're a ladies man
0: well and it's it's only because she got her or got her 6 stolen and then replaced it with the 6 plus mid cycle mm,
3: yeah.
0: so otherwise she would have been there with me getting the new one so um real quick follow up from i think the last episode did either of you both of you see the new star wars
2: Oh, yes. You guys talk amongst yourself. I'll just listen. (laughs) Uh,
0: Just real quick thoughts. I thought it was good. I thought it felt like a Star Wars movie. I thought the characters were very well done. I thought um, both Adam Driver and uh, Daisy Ridley did fantastic jobs in their roles. Uh, And John Boyega did a fantastic job in his role. And BB-8 is amazing, and my wife wants one of the little remote control BB-8s, <laughs> but she wants one that's actual life-size. Uh... And so yeah, definitely definitely a good movie, and I'm definitely looking forward to the rest. I'm not going to go any deeper than that, because spoilers, and I'm sure people have seen it already, but this isn't a Star Wars podcast. Maybe we'll do one of those one day. <laughs> but You guys th- have fun with that. I thought it was very good.
2: I'm not a Star Wars fan, but it looks like it's going to be good. You know, I've seen all the other movies, and they're good movies. I, I just never have gotten into it the way a lot of people do. But I'll definitely probably go see the, you know, this new one here eventually.
0: You should. It's it's worth it. And there's, I never realized how many comedic moments there are in Star Wars, especially the original trilogy, and this definitely ties into those. So, if nothing else, there are comedy bits in it that you would enjoy.
2: But does it have? A giant lighted lucite map of Gotham City.
3: <laughs> no.
2: Like Batman does. No. Like on that damn website you just sent me to before we started. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't think it has that.
1: Why bother? Well, spoiler alert uh, Chewbacca is a Jedi now. So uh, <laughs> there's
2: that. <laughs> Big burly Jedi.
0: Chewbacca's a Jedi Han Solo's retired and Leia's now flying the Millennium Falcon
2: that's a way to put Han Solo's status yeah retired yeah that's that's good
1: she uh she was she was flying his Falcon for years guys we all know it
2: we're we're here to honor his retirement yeah yes that's the word
0: (laughs) retirement so I take it you've heard some spoilers then Chris oh yeah (laughs) it's almost impossible I I tried really hard uh, to not get it spoiled for me and when it came out like on the 17th and I saw it on the 23rd so it was like five or six days and fortunately we were traveling we were in Minnesota visiting my family and stuff like that so it was easier because I wasn't spending a lot of time online I wasn't listening to podcasts stuff like that but damn it's there's everything was like Star Wars this Star Wars that oh spoiler mm-hmm. alert and I was like mm, stop people I haven't seen it yet and then once I saw it, I was like, eh, you're wrong. Because <laughs> all these theories now. Anyway, I'm not going to make this a whole thing a, a Star Wars thing because I said I wasn't but going Glenn, to.
2: Glenn didn't share his opinion, has he? Well, that's true. Glenn, um, what's your opinion? Which which has me worried about him because that varies well, out about him. <laughs> I, I,
1: I liked it a lot. Um, It brought i was I was a little bit worried at first that it it brought back just way way too much from uh from episode four um but I think it's a really good way to introduce the franchise to a new generation of viewers and uh, most of that recap was probably necessary
0: yeah the one thing I've heard over and over again is is that you have to remember that it's it's kind of modern space age mythology mm-hmm and if you think about it that way, a lot of stories in mythology are repetitive or play on a previous story. Right. So it actually well, it's
2: it, it's like superhero movies. Every freaking are, Superman movie they have to give his origin. Well, but like he, even, nobody like nobody knows who, how Superman came to be or Batman. Even,
0: even more than that, every superhero or Superman movie there is Superman, he fights a bad guy, or Batman, he fights a bad guy. And with Batman, it's even more the same. It's like, even if it's different enemies with the same actor in different movies in the series, he's always in Gotham City. He's always fighting the bad guy. He's always got cool new gadgets. So it's always repetitive. You just have to you can't can't look at it and say, well, why did they tell the same story? They didn't. It's a different story. It just has a lot of similar things. Yeah.
2: It's it's a good versus bad story, which all those have similarities, so uh,
0: exactly coffee's gone <laughs> so um after I saw star Wars, um, we'll try to roll into some follow up about other topics uh I officially ended my apple music- sc- subscription apple music subscription um because Apple music is kind of a joke, mm-hmm. uh, as I'm starting to understand the uh, the thing that did it for me over, over break that really, really pushed my buttons was and I don't know if you guys saw any of this the Taylor Swift thing that she released her live concert thing on Apple Music exclusively and, I saw
2: that she had oh my god,
0: like all of a sudden every recommended playlist was Taylor Swift mm-hmm. everything in For You was Taylor Swift everywhere I looked was Taylor Swift and I was like seriously if I don't like or listen to Taylor Swift on my own don't serve me all this crap yeah. So, um I wrote a whole thing about reasons why before all of that. That's just icing on the cake. Uh Yeah,
2: it was that was a great article.
0: So, I'm on Spotify again if if anybody cares. Uh, you know,
2: the as much as I listen to music, I've got Amazon Prime account, mm-hmm. which you know, between the video and the, and you know, and the music and the free delivery and everything. I'm totally happy with their music selection. I mean, I listen to mostly older stuff anyway, so they've got a lot of that. So I'm good with it. Yeah.
0: And that's one service that I haven't gotten myself into. Um, But I have started using more Amazon stuff. I've been using Amazon video more. Um, But yeah, I I know that Amazon for a hundred bucks a year, you get video, you get, audio and you get
2: two-day free delivery two-day
0: free delivery like i've i've definitely got a hundred dollars worth in just two-day shipping on stuff
2: yeah i i had i had the members i've had the membership ever since it's been around so there was like a year or so before they actually started doing the the video and the audio and or the music and all that and i more than got my money's worth just out of free out of the free delivery yeah Mm -hmm. i agree
0: so into the Amazon thing, whether intentional or not.
2: Oh yeah, I want to hear about this because I'm considering that doing that
0: on Black Friday, and I didn't get a chance to tell you guys about it or talk about it much. I ordered the Amazon Fire tablet, the normally fifty dollar tablet, about thirty five bucks, but for all intents of all intents and purposes, I will uh, consider it a fifty dollar Amazon Fire tablet. It is surprisingly good. For a $50 tablet. Now, I know that's not setting the bar very high, but it is is—it is actually pretty good. Um, I've been doing a lot of reading on it. I have a book that I had started three years ago and then never finished. And so I, I downloaded it on the Kindle app because I got a credit for a free book. So I did that. And I've actually read like 30 some odd chapters of the book, um, which was super cool and thanks to you guys recommending i watch the flash i watched most of season 1 of the flash on it um and the thing that i liked about watching the flash on it is it has a feature built into it called blue shade which uh which we'll talk about something else similar in a minute but basically it it red red tints the screen so that when you're watching at night you don't disrupt the person next to you And because it's easier on your eyes, I really liked it simply for the, the fact that bright white flashes don't light up the entire room, which if you've seen the flash, there's a lot of bright, bright flashes from the, the streak he leaves behind him. Um, so it was super nice. I could lay down, turn the TV off and turn the light off in the room and everything and just have that going and not wake up my wife and still watch, um, which was cool. Uh, and then I also installed Google Play on it. There's a little a little, little toolkit you can download online from some site. I'll find it. Put the link in the show notes. Uh, but it lets you install Google Play Store on it. Uh, so you can get apps that wouldn't normally be allowed in Amazon's App Store through it. And you can also get, if you have previous Android purchases, then you can install those. Um, so I got a couple cool apps downloaded that aren't in the Amazon Store games and stuff. Um, granted that does take a little bit of a toll on the battery. Um, but yeah, it's super cool. The the only complaint I have is that the $50 tablet, if you read the actual description on Amazon, it says $50, $50 Amazon fire seven inch tablet includes special offers, which sounds like something cool. Like you're getting a perp, a perk. And it's like, Oh, I'm getting some special (laughs) something with it. What they really mean is that, they're giving you a a subsidized price it's $15 cheaper and the lock screen becomes advertisements so instead of setting a lock screen that's like a picture of your cat or something it's now an advertisement for a game or something on Amazon that's for sale or a magazine or a book <laughs> so
2: your own personal billboard
0: it it, it basically is like whenever you unlock or whenever you wake up the device, there's a little advertisement. You just swipe up to unlock and it goes away.
2: I was going to say it's probably not that big a deal though. No, it?
0: it's, it's not. And I ignore it most of the time, but it's, it's there. And it's, it's just one of those things that, uh oh, it makes sense. Amazon would be the one to do that because you know, they're, they're selling the tablet, probably at basically a loss, maybe a break even. And they want to, to make their money. And if they, push things to spend money on in front of you, then you'll be more likely to spend money on it.
2: Impulse buy yes. one touch shopping. One yeah. touch purchasing.
0: Well, that's, that was the, that's the whole thing. Like on, on this, because everything is so ingrained, I like when I went to buy my book, it was like, Oh, I think I'm going to buy this. And so I hit buy, thinking it would like go to a cart and then I would get to check out.
2: Mm-hmm. Boom. You bought it
0: was not prompted for a password was not prompted for, uh, are you sure you want to buy this? Literally I clicked it and it was like, you have purchased this. And I got the email that was like, you have purchased this book for 499 minus 499 credit or whatever. It's like, well, I'm glad it wasn't a hundred dollar something or $200 something or $500 something that I was looking at on Amazon. I'm glad it was. I uh, wanted (laughs) that. It's a good thing. It was a $5 book that I had a credit for.
2: Yeah. I've been, I've been tempted. I put it, I, I put that tablet in the, In my uh, shopping cart two or three times, and just never have bought it. We bought uh, last Christmas. We bought my mother in law an uh, Amazon Fire tablet, Mm -hmm. and she loves it. But she also has a lot of questions that I don't necessarily know how to answer on some of it. So I thought fifty bucks, I can keep it around. I'll know what she's talking about when she asks me something.
0: And the upshot is, it's so much of it's so simple. Yeah, like literally, like. I want to read a book. So you open up the bookstore or the books just show up at the top. Like when you, when you unlock the device, your, your first page of your home screen has like half the screen dedicated to like books, movies, TV shows, et cetera, that you've purchased. So you Mm -hmm. just tap it and it's right there. And then you can swipe over to the other pages and see other recommend, recommended books, recommended TV shows, recommended movies, whatever.
2: Yeah. This year we got a a couple of uh, Wemo light switches or outlets. Oh. And so I had to go over and set those up Sunday and, uh, set them up, you know, with the tablet and with their, uh, echo. Mm. And, uh, so I was playing with their tablet and it's, it's a nice little tablet actually. I mean, it's the best Android tablet I've seen, especially at that price. Oh, absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: So yeah. if, if you're into wanting to try Android or want a simple little tablet, uh, it's great for reading the the screen because it's not a glo- uh, as glossy of a screen. It's still a glossy screen, but something about it doesn't feel glossy like an iPad. I find it a little easier to read on it. Um, and like I said, it's, it's good for watching movies, TV shows. So. It's not bad. And it almost fits in your pocket. Almost. What is, it? is it a 6-inch
2: screen
0: 7-inch? Seven 7-inch seven screen. It's got a, a little bit of a bezel around it, and it's a lot thicker than I would have expected. That's what she said. Um, uh, yeah, you got to
2: do it before Glenn did. <laughs> I,
0: I, I think Glenn actually made the joke when I texted you guys that about it. I was like, it's thicker than I thought it would be. <laughs> I think both of you guys were like, that's what she said. Uh, it, it is, I would never do that. It's... Oh no, no, not 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 this. It no. is it is probably the same thickness as like the original iPhone.
2: Okay. To
0: to give you perspective on like how thick it is and very plasticky. But it's 50 bucks.
2: So. Now, d- does it have a a slot so you could put a micro SD card in it and expand it cuz otherwise it was only 8 gigabyte?
0: Um, let me grab it and I'll tell you. It appears that it does. There's some type of little flap here. Yes, micro SD. Cool. I I don't have enough on it to to make a difference. So I guess I didn't even look to see if it did have that. But it does appear to have a not something that I found a need for because like I'll tell you what the camera on this thing sucks. And the only thing that really takes up space is apps and pictures and it's it's not enough of a processor to play any, like, real good games.
2: I was thinking maybe movies or something for trips.
0: If if you downloaded some movies onto it, I could see them taking up some space. And, yeah, microSD might be nice for that. I've I've been using it places I have Wi-Fi. Like, I'm I'm laying in bed watching a movie or I'm sitting on a couch watching a movie or reading a book or something. So.
2: All right. I just pushed the button. It'll be your Thursday.
3: <laughs> <laughs> good.
2: That took a lot of arm twisting. Yeah, it did. Well, actually, the damn, the damn thing was actually in the in the <laughs> it was cart.
0: already in the cart. You just had to push yeah. the button. I, you know, I'll tell you what. I had one. You know, you add it to the cart and then you do the save for later thing. So they're just yeah. waiting. I think I, since the, it, they got released, basically, I think I've had one just sitting there, and it's like maybe one day if I want a small tablet, I'll do that. And then of course, you know, I got that, and then gave my wife the new iPad. And so now we have an iPad mini that I could have used instead of that, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all right. Um, so yeah, enough about the Amazon stuff. How do we do that? We talk about Amazon for like 20 minutes whenever we talk about them. I don't know. Those bastards. Those uh,
2: bastards. I don't like we get a kickback or anything. Then you start paying us.
0: <laughs> That's right. Um. So of course we
1: don't. We, we would never do that.
2: No. No, but if
0: wrong, but if you think you might want to buy the Amazon fire tablet, link in the show notes, is Is there a required disclosure on that?
3: No,
2: it's It's the way of the world.
0: It's an affiliate link. If you buy the fire tablet, your price doesn't change, but we appreciate your support. We get 20 cents. It's something like that.
3: I
1: don't
0: don't know what their kickback is. Not enough. (laughs) Simple like yes. a kick in the head. Yeah. So moving forward in time, because that was all stuff from before Christmas. Um. Yesterday, Monday, Monday night. What day is it? It's Tuesday, right? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday evening. So Monday, yesterday, as we record this, Apple released some betas. I guess it wasn't night. It was during the day. I just installed yeah. it at night. Um, they released...
2: Yeah, it was right around lunchtime, because that's when they do it, because they know I go to lunch right, right around, well, right around 1.00, I go to lunch, so that's when they release everything. Like, ah, oh, here you go, have fun, so by the way. I go to I go to lunch at 2.00, because I have to write about it. Uh,
0: but yeah, they release betas of iOS 9.3, beta 1, tvOS 9.2, watchOS 2.2, and LCAP. 10.11.4 That is hard to look at. That's too many numbers. Yeah. OSX eleven dot four because the ten is implied. Right? Works for me. Sure.
2: Presumably. Um
0: Ooh. so features and uh, I only have two of these three things that I can really talk about out of the four. Uh, L cap, I don't know of anything specific in the release that changed. Do you guys? I know,
2: no, I haven't seen anybody even mention anything. They've been finding stuff in all the other releases, but
0: I'm I'm guessing it was probably minor bug fixes, stability, you know, the usual. Um, TVOS, have either of you done anything with the new beta? I just to. About I it. I just
2: I just haven't taken the time to unplug it and bring it into the office and hook it into my computer. Oh, and...
0: and you can't, of course, you can't install the uh, the certificate thing on it. Um, yeah. So
2: yeah, you have to go through the whole USB C cable and all that
1: crap. The, I uh, side-loaded a Nintendo emulator on it. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's worth it.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that's fun.
0: So notable changes coming to uh, TVOS and the Apple TV Bluetooth keyboard support. Folders support map kit because you might need a map on it. And okay, uh, an updated app switcher, which I do not know what it looks like. I but I don't know what the current one looks like because I still don't have my Apple TV because I'm a slacker. And some some different series stuff. You can get it in French Canadian, right? Okay. And you can get it in a couple other languages if you're not in the U.S. Um, so yeah, those are the changes. Bluetooth keyboard support, thank God. Uh, yes. We also never got to talk about the fact that the remote app now works. That was in 9.1. whatever.
2: Yeah, that's sweet. I love that. Thank God.
0: Which, I know that was a big complaint, is entering like passwords and stuff like that was a huge pain when you had to use the little remote swipey surface. Now you can just type it in the remote app. And if you didn't know about the remote app... Uh, just search. I think you just search "remote" in the App Store, and it should be like the first thing that comes up on your yeah. iPhone or iPad. Download it. As long as it's on the same Wi-Fi network and the same iTunes account as your Apple TV, you can then use I think it it'd be to Do some
2: weird like activate home sharing or it's, something. But I think they on your TV, which you probably already have. Yeah,
0: and I. If if you have to do that, it's settings general home sharing or something. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I love the idea of the Bluetooth keyboard. It's great. I've got an old Mac Bluetooth keyboard here. I'm going to use this Exactly. For and I finally, do it. And the folders is what I love. I can finally stop having to scroll 350 lines to get to certain things.
0: You have a lot of apps installed.
2: I like apps. I'm an app guy.
0: And you're able to find apps on the Apple TV, apparently.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's not too tough. A lot of them just show up, you know, because you've. Either install them on your phone or something. It. Yeah, the iOS version. So. Yeah. And yeah, I get a lot of stuff from developers and stuff wanting me to try them out. So. Sure. But, uh, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing with the folders. I, I want that. That's what I wanted for a long time. So this weekend I'll probably do it, if not sooner.
0: Good. Um, Watch OS 2.2.
2: I just got that installed about five minutes ago. Did I you? install installed them while we were talking. And the, the little... Maps Glance is actually pretty cool. Really? So what does it do? There's
0: quick links within the Maps Glance? Yeah,
2: you basically got four buttons when you swipe up and go to the Glances. Uh, get directions to home, work, which, of course, you have that set in your contact. Oh. Uh, you can search for directions either via dictation or select your favorites or reasons. Okay. And you can... Do nearby, which then gives you the option to do like food, drink, shopping, services, fun.
0: So kind of like the stuff that shows up on the spotlight screen.
2: Yeah. yeah where you get like, like
0: those those suggested things nearby. That makes yeah. sense. So when when you sent you sent the text earlier that was like quick links in the, the maps glance, and I was like, I don't even get what that means. Now it makes more sense. So you can actually initiate the directions without having to pull your phone out of your pocket without having to
2: go through a whole bunch of process to be like... Hey Siri, take me home. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, you can just swipe up and uh, tap a couple of times, and you you know start giving you the directions. Nice. I assume. I haven't tried that. I haven't got that far with it, but yeah, it's actually reasonably peppy. I'm not seeing any lag really, not yeah. even more than normal on the Apple Watch.
0: That's still my biggest issue is things especially apps and the maps app and weather app it seems like there's always just such a lag that i i'm still not using it for apps really
2: yeah i don't i mean the only app i'm really using now just since i started working out is work out the exercise app or the activity app uh and uh what is it dark sky that's about it did you uh
0: did you load the uh what was the one I sent you yesterday? Yes, uh, it, is, weather.
2: it is it is effing clear and feels like thirty seven right now. <laughs> what is it, what is it called? See, it pisses, uh what is it? Um uh Authentic weather. Yeah, yeah, authentic weather. What pisses it's me so off it, it doesn't have a uh, complication. complication. Yeah. I would have replaced Dark Sky in my complication in the middle of my And uh,
0: it's it still could have just been the temperature until you clicked on it and then it would give you the sentence. Yeah, I go with that. But the uh the premise of the app, for those who haven't ever downloaded it, is it tells you the weather in uh a, a smart ass sort of way. So right now it says it's effing Arctic. Can't feel my effing fingers anymore because it's eight degrees here. <laughs> so it's it yeah, tells it uses you the, the weather F-word,
2: but it does it in sentence, so it's okay.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. <laughs>
2: Right hey, now it's forty degrees, so it's effing whiskey time. Yes. It's always
0: like It's always effing whiskey time.
2: And of course I'm not drinking whiskey this time. I'm not either. Or I could have took a photo and posted it.
0: There you go.
2: Crap. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to drink a glass of whiskey tonight just to be T- able to use it. Take a screenshot oh, so you have be- it for later. It's a sacrifice, man. It's a sacrifice. <laughs> it's for the good of the podcast. It is. Um things I do.
0: Other other notable changes since we got A little bit down a tangent there. Uh the other the other we do that? No. Wow. The other notable change for Watch OS two point two is the ability to pair multiple Apple Watches with a single iPhone. Uh the iPhone has to be on nine point three beta, obviously for now. Uh and the watches have to be on Watch OS two point two. But I guess this would mean you could have like a day watch and a night
2: watch. Yeah, and the only, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is for rich people with more than one watch, or if you're a developer and you want I to could, use multiple watches with. I could see that one one iPhone instead of having to use five different iPhones for five different watches.
0: I'm thinking ahead on this a little bit. You could have a first generation Apple Watch that we have now, and then down the road, like for me, I'm hoping to get a stainless steel one whenever the second model comes out.
2: Yeah, that's that's another theory people have come then up I, with. It's, if I'm, it's, it's going to be a feature like that.
0: If I'm going to like go do something that's maybe dirty, like I'm going to go do I something dirty, do mud wrestle or something. I oh, could put on my right. my old watch, and then when I'm going to go to work or, you know, do my normal day stuff, I could wear the other one, and not miss out on fitness stuff, because you're always doing some type of activity that counts towards fitness. Oh,
2: I yeah. guess. Shake word.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good workout.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, the the, the hand,
2: anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the the most notable set of update changes are in the form of iOS nine point three, and uh, I guess the first thing to really talk about is the way you install it, which is oh, different. Love
2: that. Love it. Love it. Love it.
0: So it used to be to install a beta on your device, you had to go out to the developer portal, download the firmware, plug your device into iTunes, and basically do a restore to the new version.
2: And then you'd have to restore everything from your backup. And just,
0: yeah. And, and you could sometimes trick it into doing it as an update and it would work, but it was never quite right. And it was such a huge pain.
2: Yeah. And if you have like Apple Pay, you'd have to set your damn credit yes. cards up again yeah and-
0: touch ID and that whole Uh, 73 step process or whatever.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I went ahead and tried the iOS nine three beta today after I found out about the new process. Yeah.
0: So the new process, beautiful. You you just install a little uh, provisioning certificate on your device from the developer portal. Uh, It's just like a little profile that gets installed. It's super easy. Um, And then it shows up as an over the air update and boom, you're off to the races installing
2: it. It's beautiful thing. It's, it worked great on my iPad air and, were great on my iPhone 6S Plus. Yeah, same wow. here. And did something similar. It's, it's similar to that for the watchOS 2.2 mm-hmm. beta too.
0: And I guess I should have seen it coming because when they did the watchOS 2 betas uh, after WWDC, they were done that way. Oh, and were th- they? they? That was how they had because there's no way to plug it in. So they had to do it over the air. Yeah. And so I guess it only makes sense to do that now on iOS devices, especially as they're pushing more and more people to potentially not have a Mac or a PC, but instead to have just iOS devices, uh-huh. you can, you can go right to the site on your iPad or your iPhone, download the profile and be good to go. So it worked great installed right away and brought along some cool new features. Hmm. Um, which one is your favorite to talk about? Either uh-huh. of you. I'm, I'm going to have
1: to go ahead and admit that I haven't tried the betas yet. Oh,
0: come on, Glenn. <laughs> Let us down here, you, man. You're it's, killing us. It's been like 30 hours, man. You're so far behind. So
3: far behind.
2: <laughs> uh, whatever. I haven't out. had a, a lot of time to play with anything, except uh, just before the podcast, I I got on my iPad and I tried out the night shift thing.
0: Okay. So that's, that's pretty cool. I think that's my favorite. And so earlier I talked about blue shade on the Amazon Fire tablet, which red tints the screen. Night shift is the same idea. And I didn't realize until just now, night shift is like kind of a play on words. Like if you work at night, you work work the night shift. Yeah, I didn't
2: think about that
0: either. It dawned on me as I was reading it actually. Um, But basically it it works like an old jailbreak app that was called uh, Flux, F dot L-U-X. And it would, tint your screen slightly red or remove some of the blue but it would do it based on your location and the time of day and it could even actually do it gradually so Apple's basically adopted that into the OS and so now it will slightly recolor your screen and you can even adjust it to say really recolor it to red Um, so last night I was reading my book but I was reading it on my iPad using Night Shift and it was equally uh, not distracting to using the little Kindle to do the same thing. Cool. Uh, so it's super cool. Um, and a feature that I think people have been asking for for a long time is a way to use their iPad that takes some of the blue out because there's all that science that says blue light's bad for your eyes. It's the reason Glenn wears the glasses he wears. It well, and, so true. And, and to they see work better. Fantastic, by the way. And just to, to tie into that, I bought myself a pair of uh, non prescription of the gamer computer glasses, and I love them. And cool. you and, and Glenn is the one who inspired me to do it because I was like, "Why does he wear those again?" Oh, that's right, the whole blue light thing. I wonder if that would make me feel better when I sit in front of a computer all day at work.
2: Yeah, I never had. I, I actually bought a pair a while a few years ago. And since I have prescription glasses, it was kind of like, yeah. Yeah.
0: You almost have to get like prescription with the tinting and that just seems expensive.
2: Yeah. And I have progressive lenses anyway, because I'm an old man. So we're talking a thousand bucks here by the time we get done. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Just spray paint them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or just, you know.
0: Case, yes, get window tint and just stick it on. That would work.
2: Yeah. They've got that, that stuff you can spray on car windows. So. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Sure, I'll do that now. <laughs> I'll let you know how it works out for me. Um,
0: but yeah, night shift is pretty cool. That was that was the whole point of that. Night shift is cool, and anything to remove blue light is ultimately going to make looking at a computer screen or an iPad screen or a phone screen or whatever super cool. Yeah. Um, other notable. Plus, t- all
1: the cool kids are doing it. That's that's, so that's right.
0: Cool Sixty-six cool. percent of the three of us have glasses that remove blue light now
1: yeah what's wrong with you chris Uh,
0: so we are
2: a thousand dollars
0: chris is chris (laughs) is the silent minority or not so silent minority one of the two um anyway other notable (laughs) changes in (laughs) ios 9.3 beta uh you can now password and or touch id protect notes and the way apple is posing this is basically if you have notes with credit card numbers, logins, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. you could password protect the note and then somebody couldn't just like see your login or your credit card number that's in the note. Uh, my only issue with that is that apparently Apple doesn't know about 1Password. Uh-huh. Um, but I could understand having notes that have... That you want it's to a, pass It's or a pretty
1: brilliant idea. Um, I I know a lot of people, particularly older people, that just store all their sensitive information in a note oh, right on their iOS device. For sure.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I even, that's
1: that's not safe.
0: I even think simpler than that. Like, so my sister has an iPad and she has a daughter, and she uses the notes to write down like birthday gift ideas, and she doesn't want her daughter to get her iPad and be like. I know what I'm getting for my birthday.
3: Uh, Like, something
0: as simple as that. Now you can password protect it and say, now they can't read that note. And it doesn't protect all notes. It only protects the notes you select to protect, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm assuming that one of the changes in the new El Capitan is that you can open a note that is password protected.
2: God, I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise there's a problem there. I think we would have heard about it by now. Yeah. Way to go, Tim. Somebody would have bitched about it. Um,
0: Other changes. You can now duplicate a photo in the Photos app. I know it's not a super impressive feature, but it is a feature that's there. Um, Which would mean you could take a picture, make a duplicate of it, and then edit the duplicate. You can also extract the still out of a live photo. Which I don't know why that wasn't there when live photos came about. Woo. Um 3D touch shortcuts, there's a couple more that got added on three D touch capable phones. So the success success plus. Um things like the settings app you can now three D touch, which gives you a shortcut to Wi-Fi, battery, Bluetooth, and change your wallpaper. How that one made it in along with those other three, I'm not really sure. I would much rather it be like mobile hotspot or uh, VPN or, I don't know, storage, maybe, since everyone seems to have storage problems with their iPhones. Uh, But they they put some shortcuts there, which is cool. Um, And a couple other apps got some shortcuts as well. And the the last thing I heard uh, through Twitter was that if you have an iPad Pro and you put the beta on it, And to use the Apple Pencil, you can currently not swipe on the home screen or scroll a list with the Pencil, which you could do before. And I assume that's just a glitch in the beta. Um, But buyer beware. If you're going to use an iPad Pro with the beta right now, that is a feature that is missing.
1: And maybe just another general warning here. Um, Bad idea to use betas on your personal devices until they've been tested for a bit.
2: Eh... <laughs> now you tell me.
0: Shit, <laughs> if, if you're not experienced with the process of using betas and the risks involved, yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. If you're if you're willing to say I have a backup that I'm content with, and cross your fingers, uh, you should be all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So moving forward to a rant-worthy topic, um, let's talk about the app stores. Because there seems to be a lot of emphasis on the problems with the app stores, and that seems to be even more obvious given the um, leadership changes and executive changes recently at Apple, that now Phil Schiller is in charge of the app stores, and that people are basically unhappy with the way they're working and the way search works, the the sustainability for developers to make things, the apps that do show up. And so I just wanted to get you guys' take on what you think Apple could do to make the App Store better and what problems you think are there that they should address.
1: I think the biggest issue for me is discovery. Um, Right now, discovery is by far the weakest element of the App Store. If something new or interesting comes out and you're not immediately in about it, or or somebody doesn't outright tell you that it exists, chances are you're probably going to never find it unless it makes a top ten list.
2: That's especially horrible in the tvOS app store on the Apple TV. Yeah. It's getting better there, but man, that sucks. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I know there's there's some complaints about the TV app store that, like, you can't go to your phone, or your iPad, or your Mac and search for an app that's on the TV and like right. click a button and say, yes, I'm going to purchase, whether it's through the browser or through the app store or whatever, and say, I want this and have it installed. You have well, that's to physically. What
1: a, that's what annoys me about um, the iOS app store too, is there are a lot of times that I'm on my iPhone on Twitter and somebody tells me about a cool iPad only app, right? But yes. I can't do anything about it. Uh, there, right. there needs to be some way to, you know, buy it and add it to your account and then cue it on whatever device that you have that you want it on.
0: Right. And I know, um, like Android devices do that. I believe the windows phone devices do that.
2: I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things I've heard a lot of people mention is, you know, they can do it. How come we can't
0: like, I, I know with Google, you can literally go onto Google and click a button on the web browser, and say install, and you can even pick. I have I have a Fire Tablet, and I have a Nexus Six, and I only want to install it on the Nexus Six. Check right. the box and say go, and now yep. it installs it there. Um, yeah,
2: you can you can even do that on the Amazon App Store for their you, devices. Yeah.
0: Um, Renee Ritchie at iMore has a great kind of uh, fix, maybe possible fix that's actually using iCloud. And the iCloud uh, as a a website, you know, iCloud.com, where you can go in and do stuff. But the, they'd actually put an app store in there, and you could say TV apps, iOS apps, uh, Mac apps, and search and install from there. And so you could say get, and even if it only showed up in your purchased options, and then you could choose on the device to go there. They on the Apple TV, you could say go to my purchases and install this one. Uh, But he has a really cool write-up about it that kind of breaks down uh, how you could possibly fix some of that.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
2: He's a smart guy. He's a very smart guy. Yes, he is. Um, The other
0: thing, like I said, is is the sustainability Mm -hmm. for developers. And I've seen a lot on Twitter as of late. And I know the Apple TV seems to kind of be the exception to this. But for a lot of people, if an app is... 99 cents or up they just don't want it Mm -hmm. and so you have developers that are spending months or years trying to build these great apps and then they get half as many downloads because they want to get two bucks for it and so it makes me wonder if there's a, a more sustainable way for apple to somehow pay developers I mean, obviously, they have, you can put ads and stuff like that in your app, but then nobody wants the ads in their app either because it's annoying. And is there a fix for that or something Apple could do to make building apps more lucrative for someone who's not a big name top 10 app maker? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's it, the customers nowadays. I mean, every, we have a whole generation that's grown up as everything's free on the internet download your music, download videos, download pirated games. So everything's been free. I mean, when when I first started getting into computers, this was the eighties. And even back then games, which were crappy little games were 30 or 40 bucks.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: You know, these, and these were on floppy disk and, and, you know, and even on into windows and and the early days I was in Mac, you were still paying 50, 60 bucks for a good quality app. And now, like you said, nobody wants to pay 90, more than 99 cents for a game. If they want to pay that, they don't want to see ads. Everything's supposed to be free. Right. And I, I, I'm just not sure even why anybody would get into developing apps in this type of market right now. It doesn't no. seem to be much of a, a, an attraction for anybody. If I was trying to figure out a, a business plan, I'm not sure apps would be the way to go.
0: Yeah. And I've seen a couple right. of the, I've seen a couple of developers now talk about how making T V apps seems to kinda of be the exception because developers are able to get away with charging a couple bucks for a TV OS app and people seem to be less uncomfortable with that for whatever reason. Maybe it's because, I wonder if
2: it, it's, because it's on a big ass screen.
0: Well, I, I'm thinking that I'm thinking the fact that there's there's less apps. And there are more apps that have a, a fee to them. So they're like, well, if I search for calculator and all of them cost $2, I'll pay $2 for a calculator app.
2: Which in the early days of the iOS App Store, that's the way it was too.
0: Right. And then all of a sudden everything became free. And then, you yeah, know, the regardless. whole ads thing, in app yeah. ads
2: and in app purchases. And yeah. that's, uh, yeah, I've, something's going to have to be done. Or yeah. We're going to lose a lot of great developers yeah. or a lot of great apps. Well, and
0: I've also seen people talk about how, um, with the TV you are emulating that console mentality and people are more used to on an Xbox or PlayStation. It's like, Oh, well I want to play this game. This game is $10 or whatever in the, right. uh, Xbox or, live. Or, or, or they,
2: or they've went out and paid 40 or 50 bucks right. for a, a Blu-ray. So
0: they're more used to okay. the idea of spending the money for something on their TV.
2: Well, just even, even, in your other uh store on the Apple T V, in the iTunes store, people are used to paying four dollars. Yeah, ten. four or ten dollars to rent a, a movie or twenty to buy it, or you know, ten bucks for an album. So right. that mentality on the T V is already there. They're already used to paying five or six bucks to watch a two hour movie. Right. So a three or four dollar app doesn't seem like that big a deal. You're gonna be able to use it over and over. Yeah. So Somewhere in
0: there, I want to see, and I think there are some app developers for iPhone and iPad that are doing a good job of not switching free. And, uh, you know, you have people like Marco with Overcast where he switched to a free model after it was a paid app or with an in-app purchase or however it worked. Um But you have, like, TweetBot where they charge for it, and they've always charged for it. And I hope yeah. they always charge for it in the future because... I love it, and if I can spend $5 and have an app that works great for two years, that's totally worth it.
2: It's $5. That's like a Big Mac value meal. Yeah. Well, I mean, my most used app probably on my device is 1Password, and I bought yeah. it in the early days uh, after it was first released, and I think it was maybe 5 or 10 bucks back then. Yeah. But I had used mm-hmm. it on my Mac. And I knew it worked, and I knew the developer was good, so I went ahead and paid it. And it didn't bother me a bit that two years later they went free. I mean, well, they have in-app purchase to unlock the pro features, but uh, a good app, I'm always willing to pay for it as long as it's going to be something that's going to prove its value. Right. Free, free is usually worth exactly what it costs. Yeah, it's yep. worth every penny.
0: And the the Here only you pay for. the only exception I found to that rule is. Um, there are a lot of great games. I shouldn't say great games. There are a lot of short-term entertaining games. Little time killers, Uh, yeah. Little time killers. I had somebody send me a couple today, and they're like, hey, check these two games out. They're both free. And I was like, awesome. And I played both of them for five minutes, and I was like, well, I'll probably never play them again, but they're they're worth exactly what, what they cost, and they were entertaining for a minute or two. Or what's what's the one you sent us, AA, uh, a couple oh, of weeks yeah. ago? That's a free one with an in-app purchase to get rid of the ads, but it's free. And I played it for a handful of times, and I was like, "Oh, this is fun," but it's not a game that I'm going to go back for. It's not like I'm I'm sitting down every night going, "God, I really want to play AA," or "I really yeah, want to okay. play this gotta, donut gotta do game." It. Yeah.
2: So yeah, and well, I mean, my something of the week kind of goes back to that. I'm not sure how well this guy's gonna do with this app because he's gonna charge two ninety nine for it. I think it was two ninety nine, I better double check the price. But uh before I put it in the show notes. But uh, you know, it's not free. Right so and and it's it's a little time killer, but to me it's worth it because it gave me nostalgia. Right. Because it goes back to again, like I said, when I when I f first got into electronic devices, uh you guys know what the Nintendo game and watch devices were, don't you? Oh yeah they were just a, a one, a little LCD thing that you kept in your pocket. It was about as big as a calculator, maybe. And it played one game and maybe some variations on it. Very simple games. But what were they? 30, 40 bucks back then?
0: I have no yeah, idea what you're we're talking about. They
2: 80s or 90s? I remember when they first came out, they were in thirty, forty 40 bucks. And I mean, still, I mean, even now, 10, 20 bucks. Hmm. And it's just a simple game, kind of like the Mattel football. Yeah, and hell, when that came out, that was thirty some dollars.
3: Yeah,
2: so simple time killers, but yeah, I don't know, kind of got off the track, but that's right. But people, uh, they just expect free. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know yeah. how they expect things to keep going forward with free.
0: Yeah, there's, there's just too much focus on this. I paid all this money for a phone. Now everything that happens on this phone should should just come to me. Yeah. It's like, well, someone else that maybe is trying to make a living and pay their rent off of this is, exactly. is selling you a a thing that you're going to pay $3 for one time. Like, it's not like, and that's, that's my thing. It's like a lot of these apps, like you pay for them once. It's not like you have to pay for them every week or every time you open the app. You know, every time you go to McDonald's, you can't go and buy it. McDonald's once and get McDonald's forever.
2: Like... Right, yeah. In the case of apps, they usually, especially in the app store, uh, the the updates are usually free. Yeah, exactly. So you get new levels. You get new features. And it's all free. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Point is, apps need to cost money. People need to make sure. They're willing to pay, and if search was better, you could find more quality things worth paying for. Right. Yes, in the App Store, exactly. So,
1: and and maybe maybe even you know beyond search. I mean, there's there's all kinds of ways they could build um I, interesting discovery metrics.
0: There. I would love Apple, Apple has this huge emphasis on this for you stuff, whether it's in music or news. I would love a section in the App Store that was apps for you. No one knows what apps I open on my phone better than the company that makes the phone that I'm opening the apps on, whether yeah, it's a tra- local thing or not, I would be fine with them. Exactly. Makes my experience
2: better. Track it and use it. Yeah.
0: Tell me, okay, here's 10 apps that, that might benefit you right now. Anyway, enough doom and gloom about the app store. Hopefully it gets <laughs> better. Uh, I, I look forward to WWDC and iOS 10 being kind of a, huge blossoming of improvements for the app store.
2: It'll all be better.
0: Hopefully. So something of the week. Should we uh, roll on to that? Sure. Chris, you kind of hinted at yours, so take it away.
2: Yeah, it's just a little Apple Apple Watch thing. Like we're talking about the retro, the game and watch thing that uh, Nintendo used to put out. They were just simple left and right games. You had a couple of different, variations on a theme you're usually catching something or trying to uh shoot something uh usually had a donkey kong theme or a space theme in this case it's a little uh game and watch inspired app that for the apple watch it is 299 i was correct on that it's called alien invasion and what it is is you sent your aliens down to earth they uh can't breathe the atmosphere, I think it is, and it makes them swell up, so they start floating out into space, and you have to catch them. It's very simple. There's two variations, uh, easy and hard. That's That's your two levels. And basically, you sit there with your digital crown and spin it and move back and forth on the screen, and it's a perfect duplication of the old game and watch devices that Nintendo used to sell before they ever released a Game Boy or anything. So, like I said, two ninety nine—it's a lot of fun. It's—it's it's another little time killer. Nobody's probably going to want to pay two ninety nine for it. So, forget I said anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or do pay two ninety nine if you—if you're listening it, to this show, pay the two ninety nine for it and just surprise the hell out of the developer.
2: Yeah, yeah, Get the guy. Right. He seems like, like a oh nice guy. Oh my god, guy. look at all these people. Talk to him. He actually—he's got some other great apps out there. We're going to be reviewing. So, uh, you know, it's—it's it's a guy trying to make a living. So, you know, help him out and. Hell, who the hell knows? You might actually have a good time playing the damn app. You paid 500 bucks for your Apple Watch. Blow 299 for an app. Come on. Come on, big spender. Go to the bar and pay that 299 Yeah. All right. I got to get my heart rate down. What's my heart rate on my watch? Uh, a thousand. I oh. can <laughs> count that high. <laughs>
0: um, Glenn, what's yours?
1: Mine's gonna be kind of a downer. Um, So David Bowie. He, we, I'm I'm sure that most of you listening are are aware that he kind of recently passed away, which is, um, which is terrible. Um, Definitely a legend. Um, Definitely one of the most influential artists of his time. Oh yeah. So my my something of the week um, is his latest. Um, It's Black Star. It's available in the itunes store for about 10 bucks and um it's a it's a great way to wish the guy out
0: cool i'll have to pick that up that came out in december right
1: um it's showing a release date of january 8th
0: okay i i, I guess i read about it in the rolling stone that came out yeah uh, i think it did in Actually, came out a
2: few days before he died yeah, yeah.
0: and yeah. I i i think that he knew from what I've I've heard read on the internet is that he he kind of expected that his his days were numbered.
2: Yeah, this was his going away present to his uh, fans. So.
1: Can we just can we just issue a collective f- cancer here?
3: Yes.
2: No shit. It's a horrendous disease. Fucking low life scumbag disease. Yeah. Merciless.
0: I should have gone before you, Glenn.
3: <laughs>
0: my something of the week is a coloring app for iOS called Pigment.
2: Uh, that my wife is using a hell of a thing and she sent it, it to her.
0: It is super fun and she loves it. it's uh, from what I understand it is great on the iPad Pro. I don't have an iPad Pro, but I do have an iPhone and I do have an iPad Air 2 and on both of those it is fantastic it is it's a, a coloring book but it's the complicated grown up adult coloring where it's you know more intricate um but you use a, either a stylus or your finger color in whatever the picture is and it has some cool little tricks like if you tap on an an area to color in it does the dotted line bounding box around it so you can't color outside the lines because obviously your finger is kind of a, a large crayon um, and then you can do cool things like zoom in and rotate and stuff like that. So you can get really precise. Um, we, yeah, well,
2: we were, uh, driving to her, her mom's house the other day down the highway. It's about a 40 mile drive. And I look over and I, what are you doing on your iPhone? I'm coloring.
0: Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And the, and the app itself is free, which is fantastic. They do have a, uh, month or year subscription option. I think it's four ninety nine a month or 25 bucks a year, which gives you access to, more coloring books and more pages and all addition all like new things as they come out with them. Um so even at that, it it's free with no ads and you get a handful of things to color. Definitely worth that. Even better if you uh if you fork over the extra couple bucks. Twenty five bucks for a year, that's a steal. That's awesome. So and it's from what I understand adult coloring is or coloring as in an adult is, is good for your mental health. It's good for your stress is, yeah. is good for brain development. So it's a cool app we're checking out. I,
1: I started using it in December. Um, that makes, it makes a huge difference. If you can find some time to do it in a moment when you're overwhelmed, it's, it's I, really, really good to take your mind off. Of.
0: I like, we'll sit down on the couch and we'll turn on whatever on TV. And it's like, if I've just had like a long day or, a, you know, I feel a little rattled for whatever reason or stressed for whatever reason, because it's, it's coloring and you don't have to like give it your full attention. And the beauty of coloring on an iOS device, you can undo and erase and start over and whatever as many times as you want. Put on a TV show and just color up. So
2: I, uh, I've enjoyed color that. up folks. Color up. Yeah, that's right.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, so anything else before we wrap this up?
2: I'm good. Awesome. No takers. I'm thinking fajitas. There you go.
0: with that, you can find the show notes for the uh the first episode of twenty sixteen at MagnificentPodcast.com slash twenty-seven. And you can tweet us your questions with the uh the Twitter handle at Magnificent FM or with the hashtag hashtag askmagnificent. And if you feel so inclined, you can leave us a rating or review in iTunes. It uh, helps people find the show, and it tells us you care, which is always wonderful. My thanks to Chris and Glenn, as always. And if people care to find you guys in the interwebs, where might they look?
2: I'm always hanging out at uh, mactress.com and of course at CLHalk on Twitter. And probably I got a couple other things I'm working on where you might see me here and there too. So I'll let you know in the future. Ooh yeah I've been mysterious
1: and I can be found on the twitter machine at the glenja
2: and
0: as usual you could find me on twitter at ian fuchs and if you're into that new social network peach thing I'm over there at ian fuchs although that might already be dead so uh the what peach peach I'll tell you guys about it after we're done
2: yeah you guys like
0: all right uh bye everybody bye-bye So, Peach is this social network. It's like a cross between Instant Messenger and Twitter, kind of. Really? And so you have like your wall where you post stuff, and then other people can like comment on your posts. And then they use some weird emoji things where you can like boop someone, or cake someone, or put a ring on it to someone, or 100 some. I don't know. It's super weird peach.cool. peach.cool and it it all of a sudden it popped up all over my twitter on like friday night or saturday morning and like everyone in the tech blogging world seemed to jump onto it and then by by monday morning it seemed like everyone was already over it and had moved on <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like the shortest lived attempt at wanting to be a social network all of a sudden they boomed and then they died <laughs> so it's, it moves
2: fast in the internet jump. It does.
0: So if if you want to jump on there, you can t- take a look at it. It's it's pretty funny. Try that. So huh,
2: that's
3: wild. Cool.